Hey, hey, what's up? It's Isaac, they, them, and welcome to a special episode of Chocolate the Podcast, where we talk all things blackness, all things queerness, overall, all things chocolatey. Today, we're taking a quick break from our regular scheduled programs, (laughs) and we are doing something special today. So if you follow Chocolate the Podcast on Instagram, I've asked you guys a couple of times to send me some questions that you would like to be answered on the podcast. And this episode, we will do as such. Some of them are really funny. Some of them are super good. And some of them are just very strange. Let's kick off this episode by calling my friend. Tarek is my Nicole Richie love my Tarek so much and I miss Tarek so let's check in and see what's going on is he gonna pick up hey girl hey girl girl you on the podcast (laughs) oh my god love you so much miss you you're the first person on this podcast. You're like technically the first guest. How do you feel oh about my that? God. I feel lucky and honored. Thank you for thinking of me. I have a question for you. And then if you can help me start off this episode by asking me a question, we can get the ball rolling. Okay. All right. Let's get it started, Granny. You and I were doing our night out in the town. And what is your drink of choice and my drink of choice? (laughs) That is the easiest question ever. Margaritas. We love our margaritas. And honestly, especially on these summer days, margaritas are the best thing. And honestly, too, virgin margaritas are super good for the people that don't drink alcohol, darling. Period. Or you better try a spicy margarita, which I know you don't like. I hate uh-huh. spicy, but honestly, Tarek is opening up my mind to spicy stuff. And spicy margaritas are not as spicy as I thought. Okay, what question you got for me so we can start off this episode? Okay, so my question is, what is one very important quality you always look for in people, especially making friends? Um... That they make me laugh. I have to laugh. If I don't laugh, then I don't see it as like a valued friendship. (laughs) So that is a bigger priority than than being honest to you and loyal. That is a very interesting choice. Wow, period. (laughs) You call me. I'm like, honestly, like, like forget like honesty and loyalty. Like if you make me laugh, that's just period. Well, you know, all that good stuff that that comes with the laughter, honey. I, I get where you're coming from because loyalty, respect, honesty, just the bare minimum in a friendship. Because one thing about our friendship, one people will know, me and Tarek, we laugh and we laugh a lot and loud. People be like, ooh, shut up. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> anyway, I'm so excited that you're my first guest. I'm excited to see you soon, girl. Period. Do you want any shout outs? Do you have any shout outs before you go? I want to say hi to Izzy, my sister, my another sister, Izzy McGuire. And Tarek, what are your social media so people can follow you? It's content by Tarek, and Tarek is spelled with a Q at the end, not a K, so watch out for that. Everybody, go follow Tarek. Period. I love you, girl, and you have the best time. Love you, girl. Oh, I love Tarek so much. 
And with that, let's get into some other questions. Okay, so first question. If you can set up a teleporter in your house that could go to one location, where would that location be? Okay, so as cheesy as it may sound, probably my mom's house. I love my mom's house because there is such a calmness my mom creates and I don't feel at all stressed or angry or whatever. I actually feel pretty motivated. I mean, I wrote my first album at my mom's house. I was able to accomplish a lot of things and I had the space to do so. My mom also lives super close to the city's downtown. So she has so many nice restaurants and wineries and bars. So I really like the atmosphere and I really like being at home with my mom. Okay, next question. If you had to eat one meal every day for the rest of your life, what would it be? Okay, well, if you don't know, I love, 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 love food. So this is really tricky for me. I can't narrow it down to one thing, but I could say recently I've been getting really into rice. Sorry, my Italian listeners, but <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm getting really tired of pasta these days. Maybe it's because like as a student, I ate it so much. Pasta, no matter how good it is, I'm really like not a huge fan anymore. I've been getting really into Asian cuisine and a huge component of Asian cuisine is rice. So I feel like rice with some meat dish or vegan meat. So I've also been on my cooking journey. I'm super excited about that. I've been mastering this Mongolian beef and broccoli dish and you pair it with rice. I made it a couple of times and the first time it was good. The second time I tried to experiment and it didn't have a great outcome. <laughs> but overall, yeah, something paired with rice. Okay, next question. Have you ever been told you look like someone famous? If so, who was it? Okay, people always say that I remind them of Ricky Thompson. I don't know look-wise, but I do kind of take that as a compliment because Ricky Thompson is super, super funny and their content online and also their podcast with Denzel Dion, We Said What We Said, super funny, super funny. So I take that as a compliment. But overall, honestly, it does kind of get on my nerves when people kind of compare me to any other black and gay person. It does get annoying because not all black people look alike and not all black queer people act and look alike. So it's kind of embarrassing to think that people have that much ignorance to be like, oh, you look like Little Nas X or you look like Todrick Hall. Like we all don't look like each other. Next question, what's been on your heart and mind lately? Um, this is a good question. This is a deep one. Um, honestly, the future has been on my heart and my mind recently, but I almost like want to fast forward, <laughs> like skip this episode of my life right now. 
so I can enjoy um, the amazing things that are going to happen in the upcoming months and in the future. I'm in my like come what may era. I'm kind of like living in the moment, but I'm also just like not really caring about things that much. Usually I create some sort of anxiety around the future and I consume myself on all these negative thoughts of like what ifs and what if this happens, what if this doesn't happen. But these days I'm all at peace with my next chapter and allowing me to flip the page organically instead of forcing myself through the pages is kind of like my vibe these days. So yeah, I think uh, the future. Okay, what movie or show do you keep rewatching? Ooh, okay. So Insecure is one of my favorite shows of all time. I mean, the writing is so amazing and overall the feel of the show makes me so happy and relaxed and I love it. I can rewatch that show over and over and over again. And to be honest, I have. And Issa Rae is my girl. Also, speaking of girl, the um, HBO show Girls is a good show as well that I rewatched a couple of times. Although the last time I rewatched it recently, I started noticing some problematic stuff and I was like, oh wow, I didn't see that before. Same with Looking HBO. I don't think that show aged very well, to be honest, if we're talking about like queer television. The main character, Patrick, literally, I cannot stand him. And anyone close to acting like that in my real life, I abort mission, like fast. Keeping up with the Kardashians, I do watch over a lot. Um, it's kind of the same with Insecure. It's kind of like a weird calming show for me. <laughs> I do like keeping up with the Kardashians better than their new show. I find that there's so much control in their narratives now, whereas before they just pressed play and said the most outrageous stuff. So I miss that era of reality TV, to be honest, when people just didn't care that much. Steven Universe is my favorite cartoon show. I love watching that show when I want to play my Nintendo Switch. I am all about the atmosphere, so having somewhat of like a childlike atmosphere makes me feel safe and relaxed. So I love lighting some candles up, playing Yoshi Island or Calico, which is my favorite game and just create like a happy positive energy and that's what steven universe like does with movies i can't think of anything really i mean i always have a good time rewatching devil wears prada princess diaries i mean i'm more of a rewatcher of tv shows than movies are you a cat person or a dog person i don't know i'm trying to figure that out so i guess the honest answer right now would be neither so okay in theory i want a dog because they are so so cute and funny and i just love the idea of having a dog but i wouldn't want to walk two to three times a day um and they are such a commitment i am too lazy for that with cats they are so adorable and chill and can be less maintenance but I don't know, I don't really like the smell of cat poop and having like the litter box in the house. I think what I have to do is maybe pet sit some of my friends, cats or dogs a bit so I can truly see if I can handle it. Okay, next question. 
What really frustrates you? I have a lot of frustrations. I think I use this outlet, such as being on this podcast, to share my personal frustrations. Honestly, one frustration I have recently is that it really frustrates me when I'm able to see the beauty in others, but they can't really see it for themselves. It annoys me at times because although the journey of self-love is not a straight path, being kind to yourself and reminding yourself of your worth is one, if not the only thing that will make this life worth living. It is a constant exercise if not a daily exercise, where we have to constantly talk to ourselves in a way that gives us the strength to accomplish our goals. We need to talk kind to ourselves even in order to wake us up in the morning every single day. (laughs) Now, self-love can be positively promoted, but I'm not talking about self-affirmation in form of social media. For example, through stories, posts, and TikToks, because to me, that's not always the most healthiest affirmation. That is talking to others about your self-love, but not completely talking to yourself. So I'm talking about putting the phone down, laying or standing in your truth, and telling yourself that you are good enough. Now for me, I can confidently say that I do uplift myself to a healthy degree every single day. I've gotten to the point where I don't need to post every day to gain affirmation from others on how fly I am, because honestly, I already know that I am. (laughs) And I will continue to just live in my beauty and I will continue to brush off the negativity that forms in my mind in times of pure darkness. And also, I laugh at myself a lot, (laughs) but in a healthy way, because I notice that I just do funny stuff. And sometimes my choices and mistakes in the past, I can't help but laugh in a Isaac, what the hell were you thinking? (laughs) Kind of chuckle. So again, what frustrates me, I mean, finding and embracing your inner and outer beauty is a constant journey. I just wish that the negative inner dialogue people create doesn't spill into the way they interact with people, the way they approach experiences with others, and overall creates just a negative atmosphere for everyone else involved. So yeah, that's one of my biggest frustrations. Next question, how long would you last in a zombie apocalypse? Honestly, probably three to five seconds. I wouldn't want to deal with all of that. What was the strangest name for a pet you have ever heard? Okay, well, my granny named her dog Bozo, and I thought that was the funniest name ever for a dog, but it really fit for him too. He would just do like the weirdest stuff, but yet it was always in a calm manner. (laughs) So... Bozo the dog, that's probably the weirdest name. Next question, what is your most used emoji? I think the heart emoji is the most I've used. Let me check actually, let's see. I'm gonna look it up, I'm gonna text my friend. Let me do it with an emoji. Yeah, I think the heart. The heart are like the emoji with the closed eyes and like the three hearts surrounding it. Yeah, those are probably my favorite. Um, And the ones that I use the most. But also the one I love sending to my partner is the one with like the big eyes and it looks kind of sad. 
it looks kind of like I want ice cream like that kind of like <laughs> begging face I really like that one I use that a lot all right next question how do you cope when things get hard I mean I'm still learning how to cope with times that get hard I think we all are and we never really get comfortable with that <laughs> but I think it's been important to find the tools and things that make me truly happy early on so then when times do get hard I can lean on my happy cloud now what is a happy cloud <laughs> I think having a happy cloud is super important it's a space whether it's physically or mentally where you allow yourself to breathe allow the negativity to drift on by and you do things that will recharge you but keep in mind, I think it's important though to note that if you are in a constant state of recharging, all of your energy that you are putting in, whether it's your job, your relationship, a friendship, maybe you need to reflect or self-evaluate that situation and think if it's really good for you or not. Next question, what was the worst haircut you ever had? Okay, I'm embarrassed, but kind of not to admit that like in the fourth grade, like elementary and middle school times, I had a mohawk. <laughs> I thought I was so cute and edgy. I wish I had a picture of me back then, but I don't think I can find any. Also, I dyed my hair a bunch of times in a bunch of different colors. And the worst one was this orange reddish blonde color. It was really, really gross. And I looked like Charmander from Pokemon. This was unfortunately like in my early 20s that I did that. So I've had a couple bad haircuts, but that's fine. I'm, I'm good with my hair now. I like it classic 90s Fresh Prince of Bel-Air vibes. I've had the same hairstyle for like literally years. And I just can't change it. I don't want to change it. I feel like it's like my signature look and style. So it's here to stay until all these little hairs fall out. Okay, next. Describe your perfect day. I like spontaneous things or spontaneous days when I feel up for it. So these days, my perfect day would most likely be on a Saturday when I have Sunday to also chill and relax. It would be that my partner and I would sleep in a little bit, since it seems like we're super busy these days. Um, maybe go out for lunch and wander whatever city we are living in and just enjoy each other's company. On our way home, I find a TikTok or Instagram recipe to try out for dinner and also watching Vanderpump Rules and then maybe later even watching The Price is Right. Me and my partner are definitely enjoying those two shows these days. Um, and The Price is Right is so funny. Honestly, both shows are funny. That sounds like a perfect day for me. What in general the best days are the days where I have no schedule, my mind is clear, I'm able to do whatever I want out of the day. Those days you just want to savor, you know what I mean? Like I'm so tired of mundane things, I was talking about it earlier. Like waking up, going to work, coming home and doing the same thing over and over and over again just to quote unquote make a living. This whole structure is just so depressing and boring. That's why I think people age so fast and kind of badly, you know, because they're so stressed out all the time. Because these days are like feeling shorter, people are expecting way too much of a person. 
I mean, I won't go deep into the rabbit hole, but yeah. So yeah, a perfect day would be no expectations. Everyone around me is in a peaceful, good mood. We would just have that come what may energy without running around and fast paced moving. Just slowing down is really, really crucial on a perfect day. If a movie was made of your life, what genre would it be? Who would play you? Well, to be honest, I don't really like biopics. I find them super cheesy and not real at all. I don't think I would want to have a movie made about my life, like at all. To be honest, I don't think it would be that interesting. <laughs> a genre, probably dark comedy, because that's like one of my favorites. Or mockumentary style. But even then, it's like, so comedy? I don't know. If I did have a movie made about my life, I would just play myself, because no one knows me better than myself. I think that'd be kind of fun, but also just like, why? <laughs> like, I don't need, no, I don't want that. You have to sing karaoke. What song do you pick? So my favorite go-to karaoke song has to be Time After Time by Cyndi Lauper. It is such a beautiful song, has an amazing and simple melody that you can just experiment with and kind of go wherever you want with it. Um, and also a lot of people know it or are familiar with it, so it's fun to see people sing along. Next question. What do you need less of in your life? Judgment unwarranted advice, unnecessary drama. I will leave it at that. Okay, what is the next question? What was your least favorite food as a child? Do you still hate it or do you love it now? If you wanna know my favorite fast food restaurants and my food cravings, you can check out my other podcast with my best, 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 bestie, best friend, Sarah, called Genuinely Obsessed. We have an episode specifically where we talk about what we are genuinely obsessed with in terms of food. So go ahead and listen to that. The podcast is one of the funniest podcasts I've ever listened to. I could truly say that. And it makes my heart warm listening to it. So go check out Genuinely Obsessed. That will answer your question. But I guess briefly, I hate watermelon and I still hate it. I don't mind artificial flavored watermelon, but real watermelon, I don't like it. No. Next question, what is your spirit animal? The animal who is most similar to your personality. Okay, well in general, my favorite animals have changed over time. <laughs> so in the beginning, I loved sea otters. I thought they were so cute and they were like one of the cutest things ever. Then it was pandas. I used to have a bunch of panda stuffed animals and I would draw pandas all over my papers. But now my favorite animal is the giraffe. Every time I go to the zoo and go to the giraffe section, they always look at me and I feel like we have kind of like this bond, like they're talking to me. And my friends also notice it too. So giraffes really, really like me, I think. And I really love them. And I also have a giraffe tattooed on my finger. So giraffes also symbolize peace. So I would think that would be kind of my spirit animal because I believe that I give off peaceful energy. So yeah, I would say my spirit animal would be a giraffe. Okay, what's your favorite letter of the alphabet? Z, because it's the last letter of the alphabet. 
what is a proper punishment for people who say the word moist liberally? Life in prison, lock them up, period, point blank. <laughs> End of story. And last but not least, if you were a wrestler, what would be your entrance theme song? I think maybe like SpongeBob SquarePants, because I feel like I really connect to that theme song. Um, maybe even the Kim Possible theme song, Call Me, Beat Me, If You Want to Reach Me. Um, <laughs> but most likely maybe in all seriousness, maybe one of my own, but Crush on You by Lil' Kim and Junior Mafia. I have been recently obsessed with Lil' Kim and the 90s hip hop these days, like the um, Tupac's and Biggie's and all that good stuff, Snoop Dogg. So I would say it would have to be like this 90s era hip hop energy. That'd be the best entrance, I think. But I don't want to wrestle. I don't, mm -mm. I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight anybody. Okay, there we go. Thank you so much again for sending me those amazing questions. I had a lot of fun answering them and it was kind of fun to step away from the regular scheduled program to give you a special chocolate podcast episode. As per usual, go ahead and like, rate, review the podcast, and also share it with your friends. Get people excited for the journey that we are taking together as we go through blackness, queerness, all things chocolatey here on Chocolate the Podcast. So make sure you keep on spreading the word. I super duper appreciate it. Also, if you want some updates or a little bit more interaction with me (laughs) go ahead and follow chocolate podcast on instagram for updates for visual stuff and with that i hope you have an amazing rest of your day and i will see you very soon bye